Hello, Georgie. How are you? Hi, Anna. I'm so good. I'm pumped. <laughs> this is an exciting, this is like a personal development growth episode, I feel like. This is it's gonna get pretty deep. We're doing a New Year's resolutions episode. Not only is it the beginning of January, which, you know, typically is the time to reevaluate things, but I think this year more than any, after the shit show that was 20, mm-hmm. the shit show. This is the shit show. This is the shit show, but 2020 was also another kind of shit show. So I managed to move and go on holiday in that weird little time in summer where everything was okay. You went on holiday Yeah, what the fuck? You got to leave. You got to leave the country. Honestly, I don't know what to do if I go on holiday I mean, last year. It's like mad to think that that was okay. Like, you could so, go out for a meal, you could go out for a drink. We're all just basically down now. getting told what to do and what is and isn't okay. It's just funny looking back that they were like, okay, yeah, go out, open all the restaurants, open all the bars. It's so spooky and sad when you walk past restaurants that have help out to eat out posters in the windows still. Like, that's been so long since they How was that? So honest, how was that? <laughs> 2020 was a time when I think everyone reevaluated their lives a little bit and you spent a lot more time with yourself in 2020 so I think it's like provided you with a lot of downtime to think about what you want to change what you want to do differently <laughs> we're using a remote talking control stick. as a mic to stop us interrupting each other we're quite good at talking over one another we just have so much to say I'm literally holding my lips the talking stick, stick. <laughs> the talking <laughs> stick is our remote our zapper okay zapper which I call a zapper I don't know what you call it well Sam calls it a frap apparently that's Welsh a frap tell us on Twitter what you call a remote control please solve an argument in my relationship of what it's called is it a zapper or is it a frap now, really, personally, actually, I am against New Year's resolutions. I think it's really silly to only make decisions to change your life on the first of one month, when really all that's changed is the date. Very your true. life doesn't change Good point. on the 1st of January. So typically, I've always been very against like the idea of New Year's and New Year's resolutions anyway. Maybe some people need that extra motivation. You know, it's this is when I've got to start making the changes. Like for me, one of my resolutions, but I was like, I'm going to implement it. 12 a.m., New Year's Eve. It's kind of like Len, if you're giving up something or changing diet or intake of something it makes sense to know exactly how long you've been doing it for you have that start date and the end date or no end date hopefully (laughs) maybe growing up my mum would always (laughs) stop smoking on the first of january and then just like sometimes it'd be a few weeks sometimes it'd be a few days and then one year she fully did it and just never so it's proved to have helped and that was like 10 or 11 years ago and she's not smoking so well Well done done. well done georgie's mum round of applause firstly this is genuinely i could do a whole episode on why i'm giving up alcohol for 2021 and we will eventually but i'm thinking of doing it at the end of the year when i've gone through the whole year and then I can tell you my experiences if I hated it if I loved it and whether or not I'm going to carry on for life so that'll be with a bit more evidence a bit see more you in feedback. December this is almost like a time capsule we're doing this now you can edit this bit and then we're going to come back in December so let's have a look I know actually a lot of people that don't really drink and I think in this day and age a lot of people are not drinking and I think it's definitely easier to make that decision in your mid-twenties when you've gone through the whole uni experience of like binge drinking every couple of days a week and a lot of the time when I drink or I have like a weekend of going out the following week will just be a bit of a shit show I feel like I'm a lot more anxious in the week following a big night out the effects have outweighed definitely the consequences outweigh the benefits so as hard as it might seem I'm genuinely looking forward to it hangovers are that bad for me that I'm like excited to have a whole year without them and see how I feel at the end of it like do I feel healthier will I be fitter you're definitely gonna feel better yeah heard this quote once where it was like drinking is just borrowing happiness from tomorrow (laughs) 
Oh my Isn't god. That mind blowing? That's horrible and, and very I true. I genuinely think my relationship with alcohol has gone downhill since I read that because I'm like, fuck me, that is the truest statement I've ever read. For me, it's boring happiness from the rest of the week. That night of drinking is just not worth the shit show of the next week. That's really sad. I know. Did you ever have hangovers or worse drinking a different alcohol? No, have you know it's just always the experience. As so a teenager, I had some like pretty traumatic experiences with alcohol involved. I associate drinking with bad times. Because everything is heightened. Yeah, exactly. Happy is happier, sad is sadder, like, angry is angrier. Like, angrier. Tumultuous experiences in high school and college. You like mixed trauma with and tumultuous. <laughs> Oh so yeah, I have another mum story. Hi mum. I must have been like 15, 16 in the morning over the toilet being sick. And she comes in and she's behind Delicious. me in the bathroom and she says, was it worth it? And I said, yes, I had a great night. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm hungover and I feel shit, I just remember that and yeah. it just makes me laugh a bit. But yeah. I mean, not every night is worth it. For me, I would totally agree. Like if I remembered stuff from the night out, I'd probably agree it was a great time. Like, But for me, I black out. Not blackout as in pass out, blackout Don't as in like, remember. you can't remember anything. So I'm like, what the fuck was the point in this hangover if I can't even remember how good the night out was? Terrible. I know, there's been many a times where I've had to <laughs> fill you in on gaps of the night Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George's experience this first hand. just won't get drunk at all. Just won't get drunk. Fine, I just won't get drunk. <laughs> and also, it's not as if... There's a lot of temptation about going out. So true. There's no FOMO. We are in the middle of lockdown. There's no opportunities. Exactly. At some point this year, hopefully we'll we'll be able to go out again. But definitely, yeah, I agree. It's it's easing me into this resolution a lot easier, being at home and not having the temptation. Mm -hmm. My number one, take some hobbies more seriously, which this is podcast is a great hobby and now we're doing it ourselves it can be quite frustrating when you're trying to have that outlet and just don't know what to do with it yet and i randomly just said to you one day let's start a podcast and you were like oh my god yes and we've done it so already there's one that we've absolutely smashed but i want to keep it serious and you know see where it goes and Mm. it's exciting so in lockdown i was drawing a lot like every all day every day i'd do like six hours eight hours on one piece and it was done in the day how therapeutic was it it's so therapeutic to do something and creative in another sense that you had brought up about spending time with yourself and getting those bits of your personality back that is really one of them for me because ed's family and ed were like oh my god you can draw that they had no idea these are people i've known for five years a skill as well and like honing a skill and developing something so that's my number one get get more serious at some hobbies get something out of it rather than just scrolling through social media i think a lot of people have had the same experience during lockdown that we've reverted back to our child selves yeah and we're, oh my God, we're yeah. going back to hobbies that we used to love and like creative outlets that we used to love and things that we used to do that would enjoy when we were younger like painting or drawing or talking <laughs> talking we're kind of back to when we had all that free time when we were kids that wasn't scrolling through instagram because mine is pretty similar so instead of literally scrolling through <laughs> we both have book. exactly the same ideas we did kind of think that would be the case <laughs> like when i was younger i used to get so much like i was so satisfied by reading noughts and crosses Hunger Games. What other books? Mine is like history books, but like really short, really specific ones. I have this one at the moment about witch trials and the history of the witch prosecution, which is so specific and so interesting. My worst nightmare. Because depressing. Trust me, the witch one is depressing. It's just about women getting murdered for being women. I read a Tudor one as well. A um, episode where we do like weird things that we're into, and yours could be witches. (laughs) 
And our real dissertation on it. I know! It's like unique things that no one would know about us. And another one that I'm reading at the moment is Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin, which is a Game of Thrones history book. Yes. It's the escapism of the fictional world. Oh, yeah. Of Game of very Thrones. good. Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. Well, all best of the Seven Kingdoms. I love books. <laughs> it's yeah. finding that certain time before bed it makes the most sense it's good to wind down you're not staring at a screen and you actually do definitely sleep better if you just read but you'll forget the last half a page that you've read if you're sleepy and then oh, right. if I reread that page at any point in the day it makes me sleepy <laughs> I associate it <laughs> with going bad. to bed I wonder if that's like a real thing that's been like studied it's just like but personally did you ever read Hunger Games mm-hmm. you know the new one that's just come out no. Yeah. Did you not know? It's the um, prequel. I never read Harry Potter, actually. You've never read Harry no. Potter? See ya! <laughs> but um, not all of them, no. They're still a good read. She knew full well that her audience was growing up as she wrote them, so like they the all make mature Exactly. Well, you grow up the with the characters, year. that's yeah. the whole point. Fiction I loved when I was younger. Escapism. The escapism. <laughs> Whereas probably now, we're trying to get away from Instagram and scrolling. There's a lot of these like life-guru books. At the yeah, moment, a lot so of like self-help books. I'm reading at the moment, a lot of you guys have probably heard of him because he's huge on social media. James Smith, the PT, like Parts of the Chase, no bullshit. Oh. Kind of like satirical, dry humour. Is it like a bit of a businessy book or is it more like... No, he's more. it's more like lifestyle and fitness because he essentially is a PT. Okay. So, anyway, he's very good on Instagram. I recommend following him. So his life coach book is not a life coach and then the diet one's not a diet book. That's kind of what I need right now. Stop scrolling on Instagram and do something a bit more productive. Having two businessy accounts, the podcast and then obviously my art business, and then having my own Instagram account, I find it so easy to get hooked on scrolling through Instagram, There's sorting a lot to look the at. business, like doing all this stuff that I could spend my whole day on it. Mm-hmm. And it is quite overwhelming. And I do find that even though I'm from in a social situation, you know, I'm, I'm still on my phone. And also at the moment, all we're doing is seeing adverts. It's not even a thing where you're you're doing it to keep in touch with your friends. It's not even a social thing anymore. You're literally just having adverts shoved down your throat. You're not even getting that like social fulfillment from Instagram. You're not seeing your friends' posts so anymore. Funny. You're just seeing adverts. And the, probably the percent of people you actually know, well, as a percentage, say you have 100 followers and you actually only have met 25 of those people in real life or interact with them, then seeing all these other people's posts is not going to do anything for you because you don't really care where people who you don't know are. Exactly. It makes a lot of sense that you've just said that, Anna, because we're already doing that by having an hour or so where we just sit down and talk about stuff. Nothing else. Like, we're not going through our phones at the same time. We don't have a show or a film on in the background. This is nice because it's just us talking. This is therapeutic. I do want to kind of cover, though, that we're not trying to shove it down your throat. It's like, do something productive. Use this time wisely. We're seeing so much of that at the moment on social media, like, especially influencers. Do something productive don't stay in bed all day like use this time to your advantage and like better yourself not at all like this is not what that's about this is just something that we want to do that's going to make us feel better mentally when we're stuck in lockdown do whatever you want whatever's going to make you feel good do it and in the same sense that all your beautiful art that you do it's not as if all of them are commissioned and like you're just doing them for the sake of other people you would do these anyway and then sell them on because they're so great and you have too many of them when people give up on stuff it's probably because they have too much pressure to either sell or produce something and then they won't enjoy it if you're focusing on the money forcing yourself to do something to be productive you're not going to enjoy it and I think that's what Mm. it should be about you should be liking what you're doing and if you're not liking scrolling through Instagram stop that shit 
last year I'd actually deleted Instagram, not Instagram, no, I had uh, deleted Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. So it was only really... It's interesting you deleted Twitter over Instagram. Um, because yeah, I understand be that Instagram could be an upsetting or triggering place for girls and women, but Body very early on I was aware of that and I never let that happen. I unfollowed accounts that would, even yeah. if I love the girls, like celebrities, models, I would not follow someone if looking at them made me unhappy about my body. Why would I want to see that? How I feel about my own body is more important than just seeing what someone's up to, if that's going to make me upset. That's good, that's a very healthy way of looking at it. Yeah, I realised that quite early on, I think, in the grand scheme of things, it could have got a lot worse, especially in the last few years, like how many, with editing pictures as well, more recently, how many people are just lied to on social media by these beautiful women, anyway, who are, they don't need to edit these, anyway, that's... (laughs) too deep so because for the exact opposite reason that instagram is a lovely nice fake Um, place where you're in a lot more control on instagram of what you're seeing at least i was because i was i can go and follow or follow whoever i want hashtags let's see whatever i want whereas on twitter you're not in control of that people like and reply and retweet retweet anything they want that's not what i want to see it was especially around not to be tone deaf and ignorant of it, but it was around BLM time was upsetting me because yeah, of seeing arguments, yeah. seeing stupid people make stupid, obnoxious comments. Just seeing all that ignorance, that was what was upsetting me, not it. the actual stuff that was going on. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Especially when like the funny, the odd funny tweet that would be like great yeah. was soon and far between. So yeah, Twitter was no longer worth it for me. Oh, the horrible cycle of going from Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Trying and think, to get that gratification of like, what are you looking what's for? What's new? Yeah. There's nothing there. There's and nothing there. <laughs> the worst is... You well, where doing... are your friends? Where have they gone? They're hidden behind Instagram adverts and Instagram models. You've got to reach out to them and have a direct conversation. Yeah, so that's so that's true. the only way you're truly going to know what your friends Maybe are Maybe it will to. come full circle and it'll be a good thing because it will like force people to actually interact with them directly. Yeah, I'm definitely going to just... Beyond the less. The point that you made about friends contacting you because you deleted social media. Yeah. I feel like everyone went through a bit of transformative period. It almost like brought forward the, be- the best relationships in your life, like the best friendships that you have. Because, yeah. you know, the ones that wanted to keep in touch with you did keep in touch with you, that sort of thing. Well, they moved I've... next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. I suppose my third point is like maintaining the healthy relationships that have come forward in the last year because I feel like ugh, a bit of tea, not necessarily tea, but 2019 and 2020, you know this, was the year of me cutting out those relationships that weren't healthy, that had been cutting you down, had been making you feel shit, weren't making you feel like the best version of you. What you said at the very beginning as well, all about spending more time with yourself and realising these things, whereas before... Everything was just going on and you didn't have any time alone to realise these things. Everything on our lists makes sense to this as well. That you're just so much more hyper aware of how you feel and what's going oh, on. Oh yeah, completely. You're more in your own mind. You. You're all by yourself. You've got your own company. So it's like you're almost trying to trying Aww. to look after I yourself a bit more. Yeah. Well, that's that. what they say about the whole speak to yourself, how you'd speak to a friend. I think subconsciously we're applying that a bit more, having spent so much time with ourselves. Yeah. We're potentially realising that we should be nicer with ourselves because at the that's end of the day, we're all we've got. That saying. Yeah, yeah oh so my god, that's lovely. Thank you. Can you cry? <laughs> Do you want a tissue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose those kind of two years were, I suppose, the time where I feel like I really matured in terms of myself and the relationships I had with other people and just realising that a small circle is better than a circle you weren't necessarily 
weren't necessarily the people you wanted to surround yourself with and keep the people close who make you feel the best in a way yeah that's lovely which is quite similar to you also giving alcohol up it's oh like you're God, removing yeah. the toxins removing, you're I'm removing up. all the toxic things that's a big theme in all of yours it, it, maybe like it's social media life crisis it's not a crisis it's the awakening yeah but the, yeah i'm going for a quarter life awakening <laughs> I suppose it's a bit more of a resolution but once we're able to do things again to definitely just make sure I'm connecting with the people that have stuck with you in the shit show that was locked down and people that make sure, you feel good just making sure that you keep in touch with people particularly making sure that everyone in your close circle are feeling okay they've got someone to talk to because it is a bit of a shit time making sure they're all healthy making sure the minds are all okay 100% that's a really really good one real friendships because when you're younger you can harbour a lot of fake unhealthy relationships until you learn what's good bad for you or the things that don't align with your morals or how a friendship should that's, be that's, that's so weird it sounds like you're reading that for shit <laughs> That's something looking back on growing up and like the past couple of years that you should be treated by your friends how you are treating them. Stop giving 100% for people that are giving you 40%. Fair relationship. Yeah, it should be a fair relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship. It's not making you feel good at the end of the day. Cut them out. Yeah. You make a lot of habitual friendships. School is a great example of this. You know, you're around people in certain classes or see these people every single day of course you get on with them but you are friends because you see them all the time Mm -hmm. the same with especially work I think more than anything for me the working from home you may either want to keep these connections with your work friends you've got which you might not have anymore or these social friendships that you may not have anymore because you're not going out to the club to out to food with your friends or going into uni and seeing the same people going into school and seeing the same people so again it's about the control and you're going to reach out to the people you want to and see the people you want to I mean maybe not see FaceTime I'm like safe what is this I think we're getting so deep on this episode we're being very holistic Healing. Mindfulness. Now, we've had really lovely segues between all of them, and they've all linked in to each other really nicely. And I didn't think this one would at all, but now talking about how they all have linked together, this one really does as well, but in the most like literal sense. Okay, so my last one is to be less wasteful with oh, okay. food, clothes, anything, but also not only in the really, really literal sense of literally don't throw food away and use things that you have instead of buying new stuff right but also this makes a lot of sense to time and energy as well like don't be wasteful with your time your friendships not throw shit away that doesn't need to be david attenborough's david attenborough's witness statement and it came out a couple of months ago and everyone was going like you need to start doing this you need to start doing this all the plastic that my meat comes in i recycle (laughs) it's it's fine (laughs) when i lived at home we would any leftovers we had that like weren't too spicy we'd give to the dogs spicy yeah (laughs) whereas now i'm a lot more conscious about (laughs) i'm in a flat it's just me it's my dad scrape onto his plate <laughs> no I'm a lot more conscious about portion sizes and even ingredients when I'm cooking as well because I know don't that I'm not going to put this in a bin if I don't want it yeah. like I'm going to save it or eat it all and again that is something that was only highlighted to me in 2020 because that was the year I moved out and like had all this responsibility oh yeah you know in moving as well you, you think god I've got a lot of shit you think about what's important to take with you when you move you yeah. need to purge a lot of it Love use stuff way. up I have not bought myself body wash any lotions Oh, yeah. because of the amount you get <laughs> for Christmas. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so 
Because you just get so much for Christmas and birthday, and I've honestly got so oh, I much see, to yeah. ask me. I love that, though. When you get older, you realise how good of a present that is, yeah. like bubble bath. You know, you'd get it when you were younger, you'd be like, yay, bubble bath. Put it in your cupboard and you'd never use it. Now, if I get bubble bath, I'm like, holy shit, I'm having bath right now. I just love bath stuff. Exciting adult gifts. Yeah, exciting yeah. adult gifts. My sister bath. got me a big Soaking Glory box, like, full-size oh, stuff. Yeah. And a candle as well. I opened them, I was like, oh my god, we're such adults, this is so boring that I'm so excited about this candle. Yeah. Do you want to know a really funny story? Today, Sam told me he bid it on something on eBay for my birthday and then he regretted it because he didn't actually want it. And then he messaged me out being like, thank god I've just been outbid. And he won't tell me. It's because the like, adrenaline of the bidding war, he probably like, got carried maybe, away in it. And then maybe. he realised, like, oh, I didn't want to get it. You know, he's it. only buying me stuff now for presents that he'll benefit from when we move in together. He's thinking and about stuff that's going to benefit yeah. himself as well. Who knows what it is? I'll update you next time. Well, and then we'll find out. On the... Shall I unwrap it on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> All of these things we've said have been very mature. Yeah. Even at the beginning. We're very sensible on this podcast. Compared to the first one where we couldn't stop laughing. We're still hilarious, but we've calmed <laughs> down a bit. <laughs> Very mature, very sensible decisions we're making here as well that aren't just, you know, let's see how long we can do something just for January or these short-term habits. These are, like, good decisions I think we're making. Which is really funny. I've just turned 25. You're about to turn 25. This Yeah, quality life crisis. Well, the last six months to a year, because of the way 2020 was, has forced people to grow up. Like, my early 20s, I felt 18 still. I fully feel 25 now. Yeah, I agree. Sam and I, we're going to move in together next year. So that's kind of like forced me to think about mortgages and house payments and all Mm. that sort of thing. So that has been like my catalyst for this year to force me to grow up in that sense and sort my finances out. But definitely also starting a business, then starting this podcast, like... Cheers, 2020. So forced us to grow up and squeeze all the juice out of that. Lemon. Old lemon. 2020 was a damp sock and you need to squeeze the juice. No, that was horrible. Grim. What's 2020 was the lemon. 2020 was the lemon. It was sour, but you can get the sweet, sweet and juice. And 2021 is going to be the lemonade. Wow. Oh, that they don't love you. Oh, that they don't love you like I love you. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Well, you know what? Good luck for 2021. Yeah, good luck. See you everyone. next year. <laughs> See you next week. Here's listening to our resolutions. If you have any great resolutions that you want to share with us, let or us agree know. Or agree with any yeah, of us, or if you agree add with on any. To any if anyone else is giving up alcohol, please let me know how you're doing. Please um, help me. Please <laughs> help me. No, I'm actually fine. I'm enjoying it. It's been 10 days. Yeah, you're let shaking. Me, let me know. <laughs> Quick, have a sip Oh, of no. We joke, um, but no, it's great, honestly. It is great. Um, <laughs> so you can either email us at thefemaleshitshow at gmail.com Follow us on Instagram at the Female Shit Show. DM us if you like. Mm. Tweet us at Female Shit Show. No, there. Also, we are going to be posting some hilarious videos pretty soon on oh, YouTube. Don't big it up like that. They are going to be hilarious. I'm fucking funny. <laughs> I'm just going to edit us to seem hilarious. No, We're we not are hilarious. <laughs> Follow so us, you yes. can see our faces as well. Yeah, That'd be nice. Us, mm, not sure. Put a bit of makeup on, maybe. <laughs> we might put a bit of makeup on. If you've um, seen our Instagram stories when we just do casual ones, <laughs> then <laughs> makeup, then, free, they, yeah. scruffy Sundays. 
We'll brush our hair. We'll brush our hair for the YouTube videos, we promise. But yeah, subscribe. Oh, please leave us a review as well if you've enjoyed this. If you send us a message with the feedback, thank you so much, because that's nice. That's obviously directly to us. But please share it as well yeah, on a review. If you, if you love it, share it with your friends. Leave us a review. It means the absolute world when you give us the feedback. We've been so happy this weekend. Thank you very much for listening. We can do a recap episode as well and see how these yeah, get on. in December. December 2021. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, um, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Talk we'll, at you next. Week. We'll talk at you next week. Bye bye.